What's going on? This is Bradley Juby, and this is Life, Love, and Liberty for Tuesday, September 3rd, 2019. And this is Taco Tuesdays. <laughs> so, uh, so hit your favorite Mexican food place and hit some tacos. Now, all right. All right, let's get to some There are some things I want to talk about today, but uh, I'm going to get to those in a little bit. Um, okay, first off, I just want to say that Oh, and before I uh, start, um uh, go to my Twitter account at Bradley Juby and uh, sign up for Uber Eats and uh, get seven dollars off your first order on Uber Eats with my code, which is on the pinned tweet. And then, because I can get twenty dollars off my next order on uh, Uber Eats if you sign up, so sign up for Uber Eats, use the code, and get seven dollars off your first order. And I can get $20 off my next order. So. Okay, I'm trying to find it, but... Alright. Okay, first off, let's talk about... Um, a disgrace to libertarianism. An ex-libertarian turned alt-writer. Stefan Molyneux. I used to follow him on YouTube, but I don't anymore because he decided he wanted to go down the alt-right road. Yeah, he gonna sell out to the alt-right road. He gonna... Something till he can't no more. Yeah, I just did that. But, uh, 
Alright. So he decided he wanted to make a little room, little tweet on. And here he goes. High heels are a crass sexual display. They make breasts look larger by overarching the back. They make buttocks look larger because heels hoist them. They make hips bucks weigh more when walking. They are giant cod pieces for women. Just low-rent lizard brain manipulation. Oh. You call this guy a libertarian? Thankfully, one of my friends, uh, Libertarian Redhead, said, uh, and they make my calves look amazing. Thanks for noticing. Uh, and she's got her high heels on. This is Libertarian Redhead on Twitter. Well, she's a nice-looking young lady. I'll give her that. She's very smart and beautiful. I love women who are smart and beautiful. You know, smart women are sexy women. <sighs> and I tweeted, I'm not offended by women who wear high heels. Let the ladies wear their high heels. The only real turnoff I have is if a woman is hateful, negative, and toxic. So, I would just say let the ladies wear their high heels. Especially if they look dadgum fine in them. That just tells me that this alt-right douchebag can't handle a fine woman. So he's got to spout off some incel stuff. I mean, that is some incel stuff right there. So... So anyway, ladies, if you really want to stick it to this alt-right incel douchebag who poses as a libertarian, you go out, go out in your high heels today and just rock it like it ain't nothing. Yeah. Uh, I know, I'm talking about my, all right. I'm not even going to go there. Alright. We got another one here. From Alexander Nekrasov. And he said, Tattooed women look grossly hideous and unappealing. In fact, with every new tattoo added, their appeal to normal men falls down by a notch. I'm guessing that unattractive female, female struggle to get laid think it's our last chance to get noticed. Sad side of moral decline. To which I responded, I don't mind women with tattoos. What I care about most is a woman's inner beauty. Lots of women with or without tattoos are beautiful to me. The only thing that turns me off is, is a woman who is hateful, toxic, and abusive. So, I don't get all the hate toward tattooed women. I guess some of these alt-right guys really want mistraditional well those uh, you know I'm not saying I hate traditional women I mean there are a lot of beautiful traditional women there are a lot of beautiful non-traditional women 
but you know I don't think I'm in the business of telling women what they can and can't do because that's what that's just not libertarian of me the only thing I could tell a woman not to do is not to be a toxic person not to be an ugly person on the inside because to me, inner ugliness is what turns me off. But inner beauty? You could be everything that society says is unattractive physically, but if you're inner beauty, if you're a sweet, loving, kind, nice person, that is sexy. I mean, so... Let's go on here. I don't want to talk too much about that. But, uh, alright, Liberty Doll put out a video. I just watched it last night about how much Dodgeball is oppressive. Now, keep in mind, this is a libertarian vlogger who's a very beautiful young lady, by the way. Who believes that if we lose Dodgeball, we lose America? Apparently, SJW thinks that dodgeball contributes to oppression. <sighs> oh. Oh. This is just sad. I'm just about to pound my... I don't know what I'm going to do here. You know, I kind of had my little Alex Jones moment last... Yesterday. But... No wonder why. I don't even want to say it. Because I know what what needs to be said. But it's already been said. Society is getting wussified. I mean, I play dodgeball. I love dodgeball. In fact, I want to go out and play dodgeball right now. And just stand up for my liberties. <sighs> this is just sad. Sad, sad, sad. What a sad day when dodgeball is considered offensive and oppressive. And how much more are we going to tolerate it? How much more of this SJW politically correct cultural Marxist crap are we going to put up with?
they came for dodgeball. And I'm speaking up. Because first they came for dodgeball. Then they're going to come for baseball. Then they're going to come for hockey. Then they're going to come for football. Then they're going to come for basketball. I guarantee you, if these SJWs had their way, nobody would ever play sports ever again. Yeah, I'm fear-mongering. Get angry. Do something about it. Here. I may have stretched out my shirt, but... If they had their way, they'd criminalize every aspect of your life. Okay, let me put my shirt back on. Oh, man, this is... I'm telling you. They've lost it. Don't say I've lost it. They've lost it. It's not enough that they think everything's offensive. Everything you say. Everything you do. They don't want you playing dodgeball. What are we becoming? What are we becoming? These are the people that want to control your life. This is what people want to do to us. And this is sad. And they say, dodgeball contributes to bullying. No, dummy! Being a control freak contributes to bullying! And I'm telling you, these SJWs are the biggest bullies I know! And I hate bullies! Look at them! They're, they think they're so smart! And they think they're so... Awesome! They think they know what's best for everybody! Well, they don't know what's best for me! I, I just can't take it anymore. You no wonder why you're 
You're not being taken seriously. You're being taken as a total joke. Nobody wants to deal with you anymore. You've become an ugly, disgusting stereotype. You know, it's not, you know, the dyed hair and the glasses and all that that makes you unappealing. It's your toxic, control freak attitude. That is unappealing. That is disgusting. That's ugly. If you have to be a control freak and tell other people how to live their lives, you know, that's just so sick. You know, I'm not going to tell you how to live your lives if you're not hurting me. But... But it's just... It's just making me so mad. It's making me to the point where I just... I'm going to go out and do something about this. Now, before you accuse me of wanting to do something like a mass shooting or something, let me tell you something. I'm not going to do anything violent. What I want is to get inside the system and fight it myself. If that means running for office myself, I will do it. But I'm not going to do it as a Democrat or a Republican. They don't, earn, they don't deserve my respect. You think, you'd think that the Republicans would fight this. But they haven't done a dadgum thing. You know? Yeah, they'll just sit back in their yachts and their country clubs. While kids are being wussified and kids can't play outside anymore. They can't play dodgeball and all that stuff. So you know what? No wonder why they're just going to sit around and play video games all dadgum day. Are we, we really are raising a generation of sissies. And it's toxic and it needs to stop. Whoever started it, I hope you burn in hell. I'll tell you who started it. Frickin' Karl Marx with his Marxism. And, and the cultural Marxists. Yes, I do believe that there is such a thing as cultural Marxism. You can call me an alt-writer if you want, but it's there. It's real. And it's manifesting itself in this Ugly, disgusting, vile, filthy manner to which kids can't play dodgeball anymore lest they offend somebody. What a sick society we live in. I, I can't deal with him anymore.
I mean, they're, and unfortunately, they're making their long march. See, the thing is about cultural Marxism, they're all about an incremental long march through the institutions. They think that the way they'll take over the world is to get in the institutions themselves, get in the government, get in the destroy the family. Get in the media, in the churches, in the education system, in the economy. They are society killers. Now, before you guys call me some kind of anti-Semite, it's not an ethnic group. It's not an ethnic issue. It's a moral issue. It's not flesh and blood here. It's um, it's a war on morality right here. And what we have here is this. This is just an attack on every American value we have. We're competitive. What's wrong with being competitive? No wonder we have this stupid participation trophy culture. That has destroyed an entire generation. Mine in particular. It's turned my generation to a bunch of wussies. Wussies who don't value liberty. No wonder why my generation's all cowering to the deep state and be like, Oh please Mr. Deep State, take away my liberties, I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe. Take my liberties. And take my neighbor's liberties because I don't feel safe. I need my safe space because I'm offended. Well, the deep state's about to give you something to cry about. You know, you want to be oppressed? Go be oppressed somewhere else. It's like these, they love being oppressed. They, they just, they're so weak and weak-minded. It's, uh, it's just, it's just making me cringe. Oh, it's not making me cringe. It's making me rage. Because I'm telling you, our country does not have a future. If this generation wants to be offended all the time and trading liberty for security and always offended by how other people live their lives, if it doesn't hurt them, what's not hurting them at all, this is what we're going to get. Sorry, but... Uh, so to all you soy boys and you incels and you SJWs out there, I like my women wearing high heels. I like my dodgeball. And I'm not going to take this anymore. Can we be free and have liberty? Or are we just going to be offended all the time and be a bunch of wussies and slaves? Because that's what we're going to get if we don't stand up for our liberties.
Alright, I'm done with that. Okay. Now, I may have to do parts two and three at a later time. But, because uh, I got some errands to run today. And, uh, I'll do uh, parts two and three later. So, bear with me here. Um, but anyway, I'm just fed up. I'm fed up with this wussy culture. Whether it's incels offended by high-heeled women, or SJWs offended by dodgeball. Why can't we just live free? Ladies, wear your high heels. It don't offend me. Play your dodgeball. Now, as far as the second part of the podcast goes, I might talk about labor unions because I didn't get to that yesterday. I was recommended by my pastor to talk about the, the importance and whether or not the labor union is considered relevant. And uh, I'll talk about that in part two. But, uh, anywho, well, although I probably won't get to part two till sometime later in the day. But, uh, anyway, so, uh, I wore myself out on that rant. But if this is what I have to do to ignite the spirit of liberty in this country, whatever it takes, like in Avengers Endgame. Because I know what the endgame here is for the deep state. They don't want anybody to live free. They want everybody to be scared. They want everybody to be ultra offended by everything so that they don't value their freedom, and they be enslaved. That's oppression for you. I'll tell you, you know what breeds oppression? The deep state. They want to control the Democrats and the Republicans, and no matter who you vote for, you're going to get their agenda. You're going to lose your Second Amendment. You're going to, you're going to end up in prison, mass incarcerated for whatever... You're going to get the police state. You're going to get wars. No matter who you vote for. And they don't want the libertarians to rise up. They just want the libertarians to just sit back, play stupid games, and have this mentality of, well, we can't win anything. We can win! We just need a leader... Who can galvanize this party so we can win? We can beat the Democrats and the Republicans. We can beat the Auburns and the Clemsons. 
But we're not going to do it just playing games. We're not going to do it if we don't believe in ourselves. That's our, that's our only drawback. We have no belief in ourselves. And that's why the Democrats and the Republicans have this monopoly on our government. That's why they have this stranglehold that's choking the very essence of our free society. I'm telling you, times are getting to the point where we can't just vote for the same old, same old, same old. Because we're just going to keep getting more political correctness. And we're, gonna, we're just going to get more and more of this paranoia, this fear of how other people live. And all we're going to get is more division and hate. That's what political correctness breeds. Division and hate. And that's all the Democrats and the Republicans give us. Well, that's going to end sooner or later. Alright, well, I'll be back later. I got some errands to run and things to do, so... Um, so, yeah. Anyway, um... I'll be back, so peace out. Welcome back to Life, Love, and Liberty with Bradley Chuby. This is the second part of the podcast. Now, I got riled up in the first part of the podcast, but um, I've kind of settled down just a little bit because I went ahead and ran some errands real quick this morning. But you won't understand the difference if you're listening on Anchor and on Spotify, so... You take a swig of some cherry Dr. Pepper and now, now I want to get to the subject of labor unions. Now you may or may not be in agreement with this particular subject matter, but as long as they don't infringe on my liberties or on the liberties of others. I wouldn't mind the support of labor unions. In fact, I'd join one myself if I could. But, unfortunately, there are a lot of corrupt labor unions out there. And I think a lot of it's because of the fact that cultural Marxists have infiltrated the labor unions just as much as they have infiltrated every other institution in America and in pretty much the entire Western world. But, there was a time when the labor union was needed, and that the labor movement was a necessary force to create more freedom for the working man, because there was a time then and now that corporations are abusive, or were abusive, and they still are today, but... The labor union has been a necessary check on corporate power. Because, like any other institution, we need checks and balances. Without the labor unions, corporations would have way too much power. 
And yes, I am aware of the fact that there is a lot of corporate influence in our government. A lot of it which shouldn't be there. But... But let's be honest, I'm not really a whole a big expert on labor unions and all that stuff, but as long as they don't infringe on my liberties, I'm fine with that. However, they are a part of the Democrat-Republican machine, so, and I see no indication that they'll ever support the Libertarians. Can you imagine if we had the labor unions on our side? I think the libertarians would be a lot of a lot more powerful than we actually are right now, but I don't think that'll happen. Cuz it's hard to make a libertarian case for labor unions because I mean but I'm not saying they should be outlawed though. I mean the First Amendment does protect the right to assemble and organize. And there's really nothing in the Constitution against the use of organized labor, so why not, you know? Just as long as they don't infringe on other people's rights. Stand up for your rights, labor unions. But don't infringe on other people's rights. Especially if they're not hurting you. That's all I have to say about that, but... Uh, let me move on to the next subject and take a swig of some more uh, Cherry Dr. Pepper. Oh, I need to stop drinking Cherry Dr. Pepper, actually. Because I went to the uh, mental health uh, facility to get my medications, and I've been gaining a lot of weight the last few months. So I'm thinking about joining a gym of sorts because I need to lose some pounds, okay? Because I'm at about 330 pounds and that's no bueno. I need to lose some weight. So as soon as uh, I can, I'm going to cut down on the uh, Cherry Dr. Pepper. I, I might go back to drinking LaCroix. Because there's really no sugar in LaCroix. So, that might get me to lose some weight. Um, that and get a lot more exercise. Because I need the exercise. Anyway, on my way home, I uh, saw that there's this billboard at a church. And it's a more liberal church. And they made the appeal that, are we going to choose between guns and children? Gee, I wonder how what that sounds like. Here, let me pull it up. Oh, here we go. The yuppie housewives would probably go to a church like that. Um, that's what they're always crying. Crying. Here, let's play it again. Oh, won't somebody please think of the children? Oh, 
Yeah, that's that's your pearl clutching yuppie housewife who wants to infringe on your Second Amendment rights for you. You know, we wouldn't have to deal with this if we had raised our children on the precepts of liberty. That you should be free to do as you should without hurting others. Unfortunately, we've raised a generation of Antifas, and alt-riders, and incels. And I think it's also that the elites can say, excuse me, that the elites could say, you know what, I don't think these people deserve liberty. I think the left would really just want to be honest with themselves and say, you know what, I don't think those rabble, those podunk, fly over people. I don't think they should have guns because we don't like them. That's why they want their war on guns because they want war with us. You know what? And I bet you that's probably one of the reasons why they put meth in our communities. Let me pull up meth conspiracy. I do believe that meth in the white community is a conspiracy to destroy to destroy the white working class. That's what I believe. Tending to some business, but <sighs> ladies and gentlemen, we ha I think part of the meth problem, if maybe not all the meth problem, is that we have a government that just hates the American people, and the people who run this government hate the American people so much so that they just don't care about our liberties and our well-being, despite the fact that the Constitution says that they're supposed to promote the general welfare of the people. Now, we could get into a debate on whether or not general welfare means welfare, but I don't think that putting your whole population on meth is promoting the general welfare of the people. In fact, it does the opposite. It destroys the people. I mean, the same government who put crack in the black communities to destroy their communities in the 80s are doing the same thing to the white 
poor communities nowadays, especially here in Oklahoma. I mean, I do believe that there's some kind of a conspiracy with the CIA and the deep state to put meth in the white communities because they don't want the white people getting on to the fact that their government is criminal. Because, you know, the same government who put crack in the black communities to destroy black America, and we've seen what crack did to black America. Crack was horrible. But, you know, it's so sad. And if you see what meth has done to the communities in small towns, in the midsection of the country. You'll know there has to be a conspiracy behind that because. And maybe it's all to divide us. Maybe in the 80s the white people were like. Oh look at the black people all destroying themselves and destroying their communities. On crack. And then some decade or so later. There's meth in the white communities. And it's mostly a presence here in Oklahoma. And it really makes me sad. And now we got heroin doing the same thing. They, you know, I think government wants you on the illegal drugs. So they can lock you up. So they could look for a reason to say, you know what, you're a bunch of scum, you don't deserve liberty. Because that's what drug abuse is, slavery. Now, I don't advocate locking up nonviolent drug offenders. You know, put them in rehab, yeah. But don't lock them up in prison with the murderers and the rapists and the pedophiles. I do feel bad for the addicts. I mean, meth will make you ugly. I mean, it literally will destroy you. Well, that's all I have to say about the meth. But I've really, I really do believe that meth is a government operation. And a deep state operation to destroy middle America like they did with crack in the black communities. You know what? That's probably part of their plan. They don't want white and black people coming together and questioning the criminals in the government. They just want us all divided, so they want to play their little race wars, play the races off against each other, and I'm not going to stand for it anymore. Because all it does is make us so undeserving of our liberties. So that the deep state can enslave us all. And that's one of the reasons why I don't respect the alt-right and the white supremacists. They're being played. You guys are being played. Your enemy is not... Black and brown and 
Jewish people. Your enemy is a criminal government. That has no race. Trump's white. The Clintons are white. The Bushes are white. But they're all criminals. Yeah, Obama may be half black, but he's a criminal too. 95% of this government is criminal. And the thing we need to do is we need to vote them all out. Is that a foreign concept? To not vote for these incumbents, to clean house, young people, put in new people, put in young people, And see what we could do with this country. Kick out the Democrats and the Republicans. Elect Libertarians. And see what we can do. We can end the drug war. We can stop locking up nonviolent drug offenders. We can end the illegal wars. We can investigate these criminals. For their crimes against the American people. And we can lock them the you know what up. Then we can have a free country again. You want to talk about, oh, won't somebody please think of the children? I'm thinking about the children. I want the next generation to be free and to have liberty and to be able to protect themselves and have a government that actually promotes their general welfare. Not putting drugs in the community so that they can destroy them. Not playing them off against each other. But no, the deep state doesn't care. Because the deep state is criminal. They don't support the Constitution. They don't support the Bill of Rights. They don't support the Declaration of Independence. They don't care about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. They only care about money in their pockets. They care about their seats of power. They get what's theirs, and to hell with everybody else. Let me finish my uh, cherry doctor. Oh, here's a, uh, here's a, here's a meme. Refusing to obey nonsensical BS laws is how we formed this entire effing country in the first place. You know what? I gave it a like, you know. Excuse the language, but exactly. I don't like asking government permission to do anything.
Not even fish. You know what I find a bunch of bull honky? I think fishing licenses are the stupidest thing in the history of civilization. Why should you have a license to live off your own land? It's not the government's land. The government does not own the earth. We humans own the earth. And we should be able to do with the earth and the land that we should be able to do to survive. And I think fishing licenses are just a way for government to make money. To sell us our rights. Take away our rights and sell it back to us for, I don't know, five, ten dollars. What's next? A dodgeball license? You gotta have a license to play dodgeball? A license to play basketball? A license to play football? Get out of here! We don't need no more licenses. Free men don't ask permission. Exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh. oh, Stefan Molyneux is in a little Twitter war with my friend Libertarian Redhead, and my dog's crying again. Jack, please be quiet. I'm doing a podcast, okay? I'm just going to give you a little attention. Ooh. This. Well, what she does in her bedroom is her own business, and I'm not going to interfere, but... Here, I'm going to tweet something. No, I might not tweet it. Yeah, as I mentioned before, uh, Molyneux is no libertarian. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's see what else. Because I'm about to wrap up the second part of this podcast. <clears throat> and I got a call. I got it. 
I got a message I got to take, but I'm just trying to have a nice day and I got about seven more minutes left until uh, I take my break but uh, yeah False. Makeup simulates sexual arousal. Male grooming doesn't. Give me a break. Alright, that's it. I'm gonna give old Molyneux a piece of my mind. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, you don't troll one of my friends. You troll one of my friends, I troll you. I bet he's going to leave me an ugly response. But, uh, you know what? I've gotten a lot of uglier responses to in my life, so... Yeah. Sorry, I stand up to bullies. I don't care if you call yourself a libertarian. Libertarians are not supposed to be bullies. We're supposed to be against bullying. But, uh... I just want to see if he responds and... He wants to start a... Tw you know what? Here's something I gotta say. See?
This is what I have to say to you, Stefan Molyneux. You want to go to war? Stefan Molyneux, I'll take you to war. So, let's play that again. You want to go to war? I'll take you to war. I'm going to read. I'm going to tweet that. I'm going to tweet the. I'm going to tweet that video to Stefan Molyneux. Let's play it one more time. Wanna go to war? Come on. Do you want to go to war? We take you to war, okay? Goni, goni. That's right. Say hello to the bad guy. I'm a libertarian bad guy. We're go okay. You know what? I guess that's how we're gonna have our fun time tonight. We might, we might go all Scarface and maybe push it to the limit. All right. So anyway. Anyway, yeah, don't pick on... You want to be a misogynist piece of crap? Then you're going to have to deal with the bad guy. Because... We, we don't play that around here. So... Yeah, if you're going to be triggered by a strong, beautiful woman, then you're a weak man. You know that? What kind of man are you, Stefan Molyneux? Alright? What kind of man are you? Alright? Now you're going to deal with a guy with a girlfriend. So, ah. We going to war, man. We going to war. So tell all your alt-right buddies, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, alt-right! The real libertarian's gonna show up, and we gonna blow down your house and bury you in it. That's what we gonna do. Then we gonna get them SJWs, too. We going to war. We don't play that around here. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and take a quick break and uh, take that uh, um, voicemail. So we're going to have a little bit of uh, Scarface type of fun. I'm trying to keep it family friendly, but uh, anyway, I'll be right back. So peace out. All right. Welcome back to the third and final Segment of the podcast. This is Bradley Juby.
let's go to let's push it how about we push it to the limit We gotta sit you through a State Farm, man. Right, right now, if we still had State Farm. Push It by Rick Ross, which kind of samples Push It to the Limit. Ross. Push 
in the south. If he pushing the line, he pushing for power. I waited and waited, I done ran out of patience. They hated and hated, left him so nasty and sick and fresh. And my white teeth, back to left and swear to God, I bought my first block broken down and told the cops I'm I push and I push, push, I ride and I ride, trying to survive on 95. Put it all on the line. I'm pushing them weird, weird, I'm pushing it, push, 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 like a vandal off the banana boat Bananas in my life, it's no cycles I'm just a man of love I pick dudes, my moves don't make news I'm smooth, my suede shoes They new like wait Nobody used to speak more Like everybody way Hey, you done I'm building the dream With elevators in it Tell them make the linen No gators got on my to the limit guys let's see what else can we do here
right, let's let's do something else because I think I've made my point. Because let me just check my Twitter feed. See if Molyneux wants to run his mouth. You mean the man who was wrongly dragged through the dirt because women like you got caught up in your feelings. Libertarianism is one of the reasons the U.S. is trash right now. You're useless. Oh, who's this? Oh, number one Brock Turner fan. Uh-oh, yeah, you're going to get blocked. Brock Turner... Hmm. Ah. Uh... So we got a Molyneux supporter who apparently had Brock Turner, the rapist scumbag, in his avatar saying that libertarianism is the reason why the United States is in the position that it's in. Give me a break. That, that makes me mad. I need some angry music. Twenty more minutes left to go, so I feel like Ooh, let's do this. You know what? You think you're gonna mess with my friends here? Guess what? You want to mess with the libertarians, you punk troll? Well, you know what you got? You got another Waterball? thing coming. Check. Sign? Check. Victory snacks? Check.
no more. SJWs, you got another thing coming. You think we libertarians are just going to lay down and die while all of our liberties get stripped away? You got another thing coming. Yeah, that's what's up. That, my friends, is what's up.
Yeah. Let's see what else we can listen to before we wrap this puppy up here. Because, uh, looks like I'm running my battery down, but, uh, because what I'm doing, I'm doing from my phone and my computer, because I'm playing the, uh, audio and all that other stuff. But I'm doing the recording on my phone. How about we go, how about we go to the danger zone? Hi, got a small favor to ask of you. Oh, here's Please Uncle Barney. your name to say you. That's enough of that. Apparently Bernie Sanders wanted to do an ad before I get to the danger zone. That's where we are right now, my friends. We are in the danger zone.
So there we have it. We are in the danger zone, my friends. But you know what? We don't have to be scared. We don't have to be afraid. We just got to go out there and kick some butt. Tell the alt-right that they can kiss off. Tell the SJWs they're not going to control our lives. We control our lives. We control our destiny. Ain't nobody gonna stop us. Ain't nobody gonna tell us what we can and can't do. Ain't nobody tell us, telling us that we can't do it. Nobody is gonna tell us that we can't make a difference. Of course we can and of course we will. That's the beautiful part about liberty and love. I want to play one more song, but I don't know. I don't know if I've got enough time for another song. But, uh, let's see. Ah, forget it. I'm just going to try to fill out the last five minutes of this podcast with some, uh, I think I'm going to be done with this. You know what? I might end the podcast just a little bit early. Because I've run out of things to talk about. I've run out of things to sing about. I think I've made my point loud and clear. So, And I need to charge my phone. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap this sucker. Oh, sorry. And there's my dog barking again. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this puppy up. This is Bradley Juby reminding you. That lightsabers don't kill people, the Empire does. <laughs>